Hello, hello, small business growth family. Welcome back to another episode of the No Fluff, most conversational business podcast out there where we sit and chat like besties and talk actual tactical business growth advice as if we were sitting across from each other at a coffee shop. So cuddle on in, grab yourself a nice little warm beverage, unless it's a 10 o'clock at night. Please don't drink coffee anymore. And let's settle on in for another episode to chat about business. And today's topic is a fun one. It's different than what I normally do. And so I'm excited to share it with you. If you are new here, I just want to take a second to welcome you to the Small Business Growth Podcast. I am your host, Madison Page. I am a business growth specialist helping you learn how to stand out and sell out on social media by building a ride or die obsessed online community around your brand. I'm so happy that you're here. There's new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Make sure that you are following along. We have a wonderful podcast family around here and we're so happy to have you. If you are not new here, hello, girlfriend. Welcome back. So happy that you are here yet again. No matter what you're doing, if you're sitting on the couch, maybe you're doing your morning routine or in your car, working, whatever it might be, I am so happy that you're here today. Today, we're going to talk about what Taylor Swift, Love is Blind, and Bud Light all have in common. And before you're like, what does this even mean, Maddie? What are you talking about? Um, We are talking about Taylor Swift and her Eras Tour. We're talking about Love is Blind and not putting their like a whole new season out on Netflix right away when they said it was going to be announced that there was a delay, quote unquote, and Bud Light for their controversial Bud Light cans with Dylan Mulvaney. And this right here, this episode is an example of what all of these things have in common. And I am not going to be political on this. I'm just going to say it like, tell it like it is, what it all is. I'm not here to be political by any means, but what we're talking about here is called earned media. What all three of these things have in common is earned media. And we're going to chat about what that means, how you can use it and what that like why it is so important and why honestly businesses are using it all of the time to get free marketing. And what it really means is that they're starting a conversation to get more press. They are starting conversation to keep the ball rolling and getting ad getting articles and news coverage and their name out there more than what they actually pay for. So they normally say this with like, and I'm going to dive into these three different individual topics. If you don't know what I'm talking about on any of these and why that that works is so think about like the Super Bowl ads. There's so many Super Bowl ads out there, but like the semi-controversial ones always get more press and their name gets out there more. So they might spend $7 million on a Super Bowl ad, but If it's going out there, if it's like getting on different articles, people are writing things about it, there's people making TikToks about it, there's controversy, they end up getting a lot more than $7 million worth of ad coverage because so many people are writing free articles, recording podcasts and things like that about it. This podcast itself is an example of earned media working. So you have paid media, which is like, you know, paying for ads, paying for TV commercials, paying for Facebook ads, paying for whatever. That's what you're actually tactically paying for, for it to go out there. And earned media is media that you earn through the conversation you're starting in your advertisement. It's It's earning it, whether that's good or bad, good press or bad press, based on what you're doing here, based on like if you can actually get out there. So we've been talking a lot about brand awareness on this podcast, about audience surging, growing your audience, all of that. 
And this is a really good way that some really big corporate businesses and even non-corporate businesses like small businesses can use this is if you can create a story good enough that articles, people, the news pick up on your story around your business. And before you're like, Maddie, I'm not interesting enough for that. You can create a story around anything. And then you just have to propose that story to all of these people. It's how you earn getting more publicity than actually what you're paying for is because you start conversation. So let's look in all three of these options and what that really looks like. So first, Taylor Swift. We all know what happened with Taylor Swift's era concert. It, it, there was more controversy around this. People were sitting on Ticketmaster or whatever, Ticketmaster, bookings.com, whatever, Ticketmaster it was, for like eight hours trying to get in the queue. So many people were like paying $20,000 for tickets. People were freaking out over it and whatever. There was like, you know, 50 times the amount of active users at at the time trying to get into the queue than any other event ever before and it like it broke the internet and people have been talking about it and you know what's funny and I'm not saying that any of these businesses did this on purpose for this like media coverage but it's really interesting that all of a sudden people could buy Taylor Swift tickets everywhere and I heard people finding Taylor Swift tickets online for a couple hundred dollars, even though people were spending 500, 1,000, 2,000, $10,000 on a ticket. And so it started all of this in like all of this controversy. It made her her tickets so scarce that there was so much conversation around it. And the amount of media coverage that Taylor Swift got over this was wild like the amount of podcast episodes content that the average person was creating news articles like I saw her on national news for what was going on here it was such a big deal and then she used it as a way to be like hey I love my fans I put up a big stink about this I really wanted to make sure that it was good and she basically made a statement and nobody's really talked about it nobody's been outraged Everybody just wants to go to this Eras concert. And then it created so much conversation. Look at this Eras concert, guys. People are doing these elaborate dresses. There are there's so much coverage on people's outfits, on the set list, on the on this the like surprise songs that she sang at their concert. Look at how many trends are going on just based off of the people that are going to this concert. She started it, and we all know Taylor Swift is a mastermind of marketing and everything that she does around everything. She leaves Easter eggs. She has so much interesting, like, just like, I don't want to say manipulation, but it literally is mastermind, like Easter eggs, fun little like treasures in her marketing that it's made people so invested in what she's doing. And she's a genius. Like she's phenomenal at marketing and she's an artist all in one. And it's really incredible. But what, what this did, whether it was like whether it was on purpose or not, is it created so much hype around the concert to start. It started it with a bang and she kept the energy high, which meant people have so much FOMO if they're not going to this concert. There are so many people posting about it, keeping it, talking about it. It's literally an event. Like I am jealous that I am not going to the Eras concert. I know people from the age of 12 to like 40 that have gotten tickets to this concert and everybody's posting about it. Every single post on this this era's concert every outfit that's being shared is all earned media based on the conversation that she created around her her tour 
And I think that this is really interesting. And this is something that is kind of a higher level marketing topic. It's something I learned about in college, like while I was getting my two business degrees, um, was this earned media, especially in marketing. We talk a lot about it. And it is one of the strongest forms of media because it's like virality. Like it just kind of keeps snowballing. It gets your stuff out to everybody. This is why people say controversy in marketing is sometimes good because it depends on what you're going for. If you're going for just like conversation, people often do forget, like people often do, or it creates so much intrigue that people are like, I gotta just try this, or I'm gonna search it, or I'm gonna look at what this is. Same thing as Rihanna in Rihanna's concert, that, or Rihanna's Super Bowl. She, the earned media she covered is all of a sudden she started, she showed up and she was pregnant. She started controversy, she started conversation. People were talking all over about it and her sales for her businesses skyrocketed. So she ran Google ads to people searching for Rihanna, knowing that people were gonna search if Rihanna was pregnant, she ran Google ads to Rihanna and for her beauty line or for her makeup line, Fenty Beauty, and then all of a sudden, all of her sales skyrocketed at her business because it popped up when people searched if Rihanna was pregnant. That is earned media. Paid media is the ads, but earned media is all of the conversation that spiked around her pregnancy due to the conversation that she started. The next is Love is Blind. Now, I don't watch this show. I'm pretty funny. I like, I just, I don't really like, I, I never really have, but if it's on, I'm like the person that's going to be hooked and can't look away, but I never put it on. So I don't really know what's going on here. Um, but I've seen so much coverage on it, quote unquote, earned media and all of the memes, all of the conversation, all of the people on Instagram posting about it. Basically what happened is they were supposed to launch something. And I think it was supposed to be like last night, like Sunday night, April 16th, whatever. It was supposed to go live at like 8 p.m. on Netflix. And when everybody sat down to listen to it, there was no reunion episode that came out. And it stirred up so much conversation. Everybody had like, you know, reunion parties. And it was like The Bachelor when people like had all their friends over there watching the Love is Blind reunion. And all of a sudden, it never released on Netflix. And now it started so much conversation. It's all that I've heard about all day long. It's like that timely marketing that's out there. And there's so many people talking about it. There's so many people giving them free media coverage to the point where I'm like, all right, what is this show? I've seen so many videos, so many memes. I'm so intrigued because of all of the earned media that they got from starting that conversation. There was, it didn't cost them a single dime, whether they did it on purpose or not. They released it the next morning, but look at all of the conversation that happened. And I would bet that this is going to be one of the most watched episodes that they have because there's so much conversation around their business. This whole idea is all about like, you know, no controversy or no publicity is bad publicity. We've all heard that. I guess maybe not. I've heard that plenty of times. Not everybody might not think about marketing conversations like I do, but people say no publicity is bad publicity. Now, I think there's there's controversy there, you know, like that is not the same across the board. Like Nike, when they became um, political, their sales went down for like four, two or three quarters after that. When Dick's Sporting Goods got political, their sales were down for a long time after they got political as well. This isn't me telling you to go political. It means that you need to create content that starts conversation. How do you create content that starts conversation around what is going on? And it doesn't always have to be good conversation. It can just be something 
polarizing it can and polarizing doesn't need to be political this is not don't take that the wrong way of me being like maddie told me to be political and you go out there and make this huge political stance and maddie with you're going to get all this earned media that's not how it works especially as a small business if you are a small business it takes a lot longer to like bounce back if you do have a downturn just because you don't have as many people and you don't have like you know loyal rider dies like you know bud light does of what's going on there and so looking at this taylor swift she earned a ton of earned media by starting conversation just by having so much in like so much interest as well as scarcity and she is like the scarcity metric here for taylor swift is just huge if that concert, like if the sales went off, I would love to see the difference in the response to the concert if the sales weren't the same way as they were, as they are right now. Like if the sales weren't the same way where like anybody could get a ticket, sure it was sold out some places, but it wasn't like the same controversy that happened. I would love to see what difference would be going on around the the era's concert because it's almost like it's like a token of like literally privilege when people are like, oh my gosh, I got tickets because some people sat on on like they sat in the queue for like six hours trying to get these tickets, even though honestly, like I bet I could get a ticket right now for next week for a concert somewhere because they're not sold out. They sold out for the wait list and then they didn't sell out after that, but they started so much conversation that it worked as well as love is blind started so much conversation that now they've had so much, so many people talking about them today that people are like, all right, what is this show? Like, what even is this show? I need to see what it is because everybody is talking about it. People, you've heard me say this, people don't want to go to a restaurant with an empty parking lot, okay? So that means that if people keep seeing a, par a restaurant that has a packed parking lot, they're gonna be like, oh my gosh, we need to go there. Like that place is always mobbed. And that's the same thing with this conversation. People keep talking about it, more people want it. The more people want it, the more conversation, the more publicity that this brand gets. And so now we're talking about Bud Light. And like I said, I'm not getting political. Bud Light made a can all with Dylan Mulvaney, who is a trans woman on the can. And there is an uproar in the domestic beer world and people are super upset about it. And they came out and they said, and there's so many people talking about it. It was controversial, whether whatever stance you are, are, are on the topic, it was controversial. And now there's all this publicity and everybody, when I say Bud Light, that is what they're thinking about. But there's been way more people with Bud Light on the brain than on the average day. All right. And you're talking to a Wisconsin girl here and I'm all for my light beers. All right. And it's just one of those things that all of a sudden you're like, people started thinking about it. More people are talking about it and they got a lot of earned media through the marketing that they're doing. Now, whether or not they did that on purpose or not, it doesn't matter. It's still considered earned media. It's still considered as long as their sales don't dip now after this, because it is super, it, it, it was controversial enough that people didn't like that they used a trans woman on the can that it made an, like as long as their sales don't dip after that, it was still positive publicity. It got people and their brand out there. People will still buy Bud Light because of this. It's not that Bud Light is gonna go bankrupt because of this. That's why when people say no publicity is bad publicity, they are talking about earned media because it's bringing brand awareness. When you're looking at these big businesses, these big names, even small names have done this. And I should try to come up with some examples of smaller named businesses that have done this, that have used earned media as a way to grow through conversation and controversy from a smaller business. And that is what made them blow up. It was like, what was, oh my gosh, who remembers this? That, um, 
that swimsuit company literally like 10 years ago on Instagram that they were paying that they like started talking about this this swimsuit company that was like okay they're giving away swimsuits to anybody that shared this picture of their brand on social media and like it blew up millions of people shared this post who remembers this oh my gosh am I going insane I don't remember the name it was like Sunday scaries or something like that was the name of the company and all of these people were sharing this picture of this woman in this swimsuit to get a free swimming suit and I don't they didn't expect for this like this to blow up they didn't expect for millions of people to catch hold of this but they were running this giveaway and then all of a sudden it snowballed and then they got so much press coverage because they were like oh my gosh a million people just entered this giveaway that they were all getting free swimsuits got so much press coverage they literally had over like three million followers by the end of the week that is earned media they didn't pay a single dime for any of those people to post about it, but it went viral. It started conversation and it got so big that so many people posted about it. And that is what earned media is. That is a small business. And they were like, there's literally three people on our team and we're getting thousands and thousands of orders because they had that earned media. You have to come up with these campaigns. And this is why corporate businesses and big businesses focus on campaigns. It's something that small businesses really don't do is focus on these campaigns, like having individual campaigns as opposed to just launching collection releases all the time. They're having individual campaigns that allow them to kind of like they have their one product and they have a campaign around it. This is their self-love campaign. This is their Dylan Mulvaney campaign. This is their whatever, their Eras Tour campaign, or this is their whatever positivity campaign. And they're doing this thing. And so they're selling the same product. They're just kind of changing the meaning or the campaign or the, the intention, the messaging around the same pro product, but in this other campaign. And then that campaign is supposed to give them this earned media, start this conversation, see if it picks up and catches on so they get more press. And that is something that you can really do too. Now, again, I want to reiterate, this does not mean to be political. This does not mean to be controversial, but this does mean to create something that starts conversation, create something that starts like that you can have a story around and then you can send your own conversation, your own story to all of these PR, to articles, to all of these people to give you this earned media. And it will pick up if you get some controversy, if you get some like conversation starting, you, it would be, you'll be really surprised how quickly some of the media networks, they're looking for articles all day long in different industries and they'll, they'll pick up on it. I have clients sometimes that will get reached out to by whatever Allure magazine. And it's like, here is, um, a new up and coming small business that's focusing on whatever diversity in the colors of their foundation or the colors of their blushes. And they start a little bit of conversation. They start picking that up. And that is where the snowball kind of starts to roll. And so Taylor Swift started controversy and scarcity around her, her, her tour. Love is blind started this controversy or conversation around their stuff not getting out there, whether it was on purpose or not, all three of these, I mean, the Bud Light campaign was on purpose, but it might not have been on purpose that it was so controversial. They're saying that the marketing director um, published it without anybody in the business knowing or passing it by anybody or something like that. And they didn't know that it was happening, which who knows if that's the truth or not. So like, yes, it was out there. It was purposely put out there, for Bud Light, but did they purposely do it for conversation? We don't know. 
But this is where no publicity is bad publicity comes in starting that conversation now i don't think i don't fully agree with no publicity is bad publicity but that's what it means is that the amount of conversation that's happened around bud light the amount of conversations that happened around taylor swift love is blind that swimsuit company from back in oh my gosh like 2014 i forget i wish i could remember what the name of it was it's gonna drive me nuts i'm one of those people i like need i need to remember it it's gonna drive me absolutely crazy um yeah and i think that it's really interesting to talk about this because as small businesses we never really think about this this is something that not a lot of my clients really look at they're like oh i'm too small to get this earned media but if you can come up with something that starts conversation even on a small scale it can really snowball it doesn't have to be where you are you know in on fox news cnn like international whatever it's not like you not need to hit the new york times in order for this to work even if you get picked up by just a couple of different people talking about it or people like smaller magazines in your business in your industry it can truly help and these brands are doing it all the time and another marketing term that people don't really talk about too much in the small business space but in brands is time under tension and time under tension is how much time you spend in your audience's brain. How much time has Taylor Swift spent in your brain, whether you are a Swifty or not? The more time under tension you have in somebody's brain, the more brand awareness that you have. And so Love is Blind has spent a lot of time under tension in my brain today, and I don't even know what the show is about. And it's because it's been all over social media. So even if it was a millisecond here, a minute, like a second here, I saw this video, this meme, I saw it so many times today that I was like, what is going on? What's happening here? Why is everybody talking about Love is Blind? And this Bud Light, people have been seeing Bud Light. I've seen podcasts about it. I've seen other reels about it. I've seen TikTok creators speaking out on their idea of, of what's going on here. What, like if it's controversial, it's been all over the news. Like my dad talked to me about it. Like there's all sorts of people talking about it, but what they're talking about is Bud Light. What they're talking about is, I mean, we asked Google who owns Bud Light. It does Bud Light own Bud Light or are they their own business? Like, who is it? And we were looking at it. We were talking about it in the family and talking like, and that is earned media. And Bud Light is probably like Budweiser, I guess, is already probably a household name, I would say, um, from a lot of families and realizing that even those businesses are trying for brand awareness. Brand awareness is really important as like getting your brand out there. And like my ASA launch is over, but this was something that I saw today and I really wanted to talk about it. It really is, you can create your own conversation. You have to come up with the story. Your business is not too small to create a story. These brands are using this all of the time to build story and conversation around their brand. Other examples of this earned media is word of mouth. It's when people put your product on their Instagram story and tag it without you paying them. It is when somebody just like naturally uses your video in one of their ads. And I see this all the time with, um, with small businesses is like a influencer, a big time influencer buys their product and then they post about it and they tag it. And they're like, no, this is a product that I just bought and I love it. Or a celebrity. I saw the other day that some small business um, saw their product in an influencer box that like Khloe Kardashian put together and their product was in that box that they were sending out to like the good American influencers. And all of a sudden her business blew up. 
all of a sudden people were talking about it. She created an ad that was like, oh my gosh, I just saw my product in Khloe Kardashian's like good American box. Is that Khloe? I don't know. Again, not a reality TV gal. Um, don't come at me for all of you reality, reality TV girls. I have nothing wrong with it. I just, I don't know why. I'm, I'm not really a TV person. I am currently binging Grey's Anatomy um, and I'm obsessed with Grey's Anatomy, but so I say I'm not a TV person and I literally started the world's longest stinking TV series, but it's like one of those shows that it's like, I can always watch it. It's like, I'm never going to finish it because it's always going to be on, um, no matter how many seasons that I watch. But I like, you can have media coverage, natural inclusion of your products in other media. So like if someone posts about it and then asks like, Hey, what do you do? Influencers give earned media all the time to businesses when they have a product or when they are even, I wonder if sending an influencer a box would be considered earned media. Probably not because it is like an exchange of goods. Um, but even if someone's just like referencing your product, giving an online review, if you do like a TikTok video, that's like, Hey, or like a lemonade video show that's like, Hey, like, let me review this product. Like that is all earned media. If you can get user generated content that people are creating naturally, you are getting earned media. So if you can, you are what you're trying to do in business in order to grow really naturally is what you're trying to look for is how can you naturally get people to share about you? How can you create stories? How can you give a product? How can you have enough meaning behind your brand to get people to, to talk about you? No one got earned media by being like everybody else out there. You already know that I am all about standing out, being who you are, everything, like doing something different, having meaning behind your brand deeper than what your product is selling. Literally think deeper about your brand. Think deeper about what you stand for. Think deeper about what your brand is like amplify, amplifies, exemplifies, exemplifies. Think deeper about what your brand means. Like think deeper about it and put that out there. That's how you get earned media. It's how you get that community. I talk about community a lot and how you know you have a strong community is when you start getting this earned media just from people buying your products and wanting to share about it because they absolutely love it. So I wanted to share this with you today as a higher level marketing strategy that a lot of people don't really think about. A higher level marketing strategy that people in the small business space don't think about. And if you want to become a brand, like I'm always talking about, and if you don't know what I'm, the difference is when I say small business versus brand, I recorded a podcast episode a couple, probably a couple months back at this point, maybe like scroll back a couple, couple, probably January, I think January or February, the differences between a small business and a brand really is the fact of what you're putting out there if you're running campaigns or what you're looking for. And that's everything that you, we are really looking at is within those means. So I wanted to share that with you today, all about earned media. So what Taylor Swift, Love is Blind and Bud Light all have in common right now is that they are getting so much earned media. Stanley Cup, so much earned media, like things that go viral, things that are trendy, things that catch on have so much earned media because it's what is necessary to have something really go off, like to have something really get out there and like go out with a bang, things need to have this kind of earned media because it is virality in and of itself. So something to think about in your own campaigns is that earned media within being a brand. 
If you enjoyed this episode, come hang out with us on Instagram at this is Madison Page. You already know that I love to hang out with you there. Come hang out in my DMs. It makes me so happy when you tell me that you are loving the podcast. You just found the podcast and you are binging it. And I'm so happy. Um, that makes me literally warms my heart. So if this podcast has been helping you, please reach out. It really makes me a happy little gal. Come hang out on Instagram. All of the links to all of my stuff are in the show notes and make sure that you are following the podcast. We put out new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. If you are on a binge right now, if you're like Maddie, I have just been loving on the podcast. This is your sixth episode of the day. You are just like absolutely binging it. You're finding so much information. You know, you started from scratch and you are finishing up all of my podcast episodes, whatever it might be. Please give us a quick five-star review. It really helps out my business so much when we get more reviews. If you have gotten one little tidbit from our podcast at all that has helped you, please help us in return by taking the three seconds and just scroll into the top. Give us a quick five-star review, whether you are on Spotify or Apple Music or Google or wherever you're listening. It really does help us out tremendously. So Thank you. Thank you. I hope you guys are having a great day and I will talk to you in the next episode.